At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's our number three of the Greg Peterson experience right here on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network, and it's that time, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a bracket available. I'm going to take you through region by region, everything that I'm picking, and at the end of the hour, you're going to get my national title pick. You're going to get my final four, so buckle up for safety. We don't have a lot of time to waste, but I will try to vamp for time if you need to get your pen and paper ready, which... I don't know who still uses pen and paper at this point. If you're driving, especially. If you're driving and you're listening to this on radio, please do not write and drive. That would not be terrific. But at the same time, whatever you utilize to take notes, do that right about now. We're going to give you guys every single one of these bracket picks. And if you miss any of it, if you're a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you'll get my bracket in paper form slash digital form in the form of our guides, If you're a subscriber to the Coast to Coast Hoops podcast, which is the daily college basketball podcast I do, we've got you guys covered there on vston.com slash podcast. Every single hour of the Greg Peterson experience, it is all right there slash on the vston best bets feed wherever you get your podcast. So if you miss anything, you can hear it on replay there. But let's start off in the South region, and this is Alabama's region. This is not the time to get bold. If you are planning on taking Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and Southeast Missouri State over Alabama, I salute you. I cannot get behind that pick. So advance Alabama. That is my advice there. But now it gets interesting. Maryland versus West Virginia. 
Personally, I think that Maryland should be a favorite right now. They're an underdog in the betting market. I'm going to be taking them out right on the money line. West Virginia, sub-125 in terms of defensive efficiency. They've got a guy in Eric Stevenson that's able to can some threes, but he's very streaky. And the big thing for West Virginia, not a single guy that gives you north of five and a half rebounds per game. Maryland's going to be able to win the battle on the glass. And they're really the one Big Ten team that doesn't have demonstrative home and road splits. They only give up about one and a half points more per one hundred possessions when they leave home. I should say on the defensive end because their offense, it does go down the toilet bowl a little bit away from home. But I do think that their defense is going to reign supreme. Maryland, one of the slowest teams in all of college basketball. I think that they're going to get West Virginia in sort of a yucky slog. So I do like Maryland to be able to face off against Alabama in the round of 32 when it comes to San Diego State versus College of Charleston, Charleston is going to be a sexy pick because I mean, we saw them win 30 games. We thought, saw them knock off Virginia Tech a little bit earlier in the season. I'm rolling with San Diego State. They're getting back to their roots. And from a betting perspective, I did set San Diego State as more of a six to six half point favorite. So I'm willing to lay five there. But with San Diego State, you've got a team that is really doing a good job buckling down on defense. You heard it from our friend Tim Murray in our number two. According to Bart Torvik, they've been a top 10 team in the country over the last month or so. You've got a San Diego State team that has been to the NCAA tournament before. A primary scorer, Matt Bradley. For College of Charleston, Dalton Bolin, he's able to shoot it okay from three-point range. He's their top scorer with 13.5 points per game, but not necessarily a supreme shooting team. They do a nice job of being able to gobble up the glass. I like Nathan Mensa. I like the experience of San Diego State. I'm advancing them in my bracket, and I think that they face off against Furman. This is one of those where... I always say, fill out your bracket a little bit differently than you're going to be doing with regards to your bets. Because I set Furman as more of a two to two and a half point underdog with regards to the betting line. Getting five with them, I'm just going to take the points and not the money line with Furman, but I'm going to advance them in my bracket because I do think that this is a rough matchup for a Virginia team that they have not been themselves really over the last month or so. With Virginia, now they're without their number two rebounder, Ben Vanderplas, and Jalen Slauson. He is a triple-double machine. He's able to give you 17 points, 9 boards, 4 assists, a block, a steal. He shoots nearly 40% from 3. You need this guy to sell hot dogs at the hot dog stand, he'll do that for you. I mean, this guy does it all. Mike Bothwell is able to give you 18 points per game. This is a well-connected team that has been together for many, many years. Now, Kia Clark, Reese Beekman, they do a good job of not turning the ball over. But Furman, in games played away from home, number 3 in the country, in terms of points scored on a per-possession basis, I think that that's going to take it out of a Virginia team that doesn't do a great job of it in the glass. Jaden Gardner, with his right around six rebounds per game, he is a leading rebounder. So we're taking the 13th seed in Furman. Six versus 11, NC State versus Creighton. I don't have a lot of respect for NC or ACC defenses that aren't named Duke at this point. I'm going to be rolling with Creighton. Crane's numbers are a little bit warped, by the way. Keep in mind, Ryan Kalkbrenner, the seven-footer, he was dealing with a illness a little bit earlier in the season. So you're going to notice that they give up right around 10 points more per one hour possessions when they leave home. A lot of that is because Kalkbrenner was out of the fold. If you're looking from a betting perspective, I did place Creighton as more of a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm seeing them as a five-point favorite, so I'd be willing to lay that number as well. But with Creighton, I do think that Ryan Nemard not turning the ball over. Going up against an NC State team that's okay with their backcourt. DJ Burns, ever since he took over the starting role, 15.6 rebounds per game, but not in good form down the stretch, especially with their defense as went down the tube. So I'm going to be advancing Creighton, and they're going to be facing off against Baylor. 
And now that Baylor is becoming more of a nine and a half to ten and a half point favorite, I'm willing to lay that number with them as well. I saw UC Santa Barbara in person, and UC Santa Barbara is a team that they give up 4.1 points fewer per one hundred possessions when they leave home than they do at home. But this Baylor team is getting Keontae George a little bit healthier, and when it comes to the backcourt of UC Santa Barbara, I don't think that they match up very well. I was also expecting more out of Andre Kelly. I always call him Andre 3000 Kelly. Transferred him from Cal. He was able to average ball. He was in the Pac-12 last year, 13 points, 8 rebounds per game. He's down to about 9.5 points and 6 rebounds per game in the Big West. I mean, what's the deal? That's very strange. Santa Barbara really doesn't generate a lot of seals, so that won't put a lot of pressure on these guards. I like Baylor to be able to survive in advance in that one. When it comes to Missouri versus Utah State, talked about this game a little bit in hour number one with our good friend Dave Tooley. Missouri being an underdog does not feel right. I recognize that they're not a very good team on the glass, but Missouri does a good job of being able to generate steals. Top 10 in the country in terms of turnovers force on a per possession basis going up against the Utah State team that they themselves are outside the top 100 in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. Both of these teams bomb it from three, but you just have more depth with Missouri, so I'm going to be willing to advance them, and I've got them taking on Arizona. Arizona going up against Princeton. I mean, salute to Princeton for making the NCAA tournament, but now you have to go up against Umar Balo, Azulus Tabellas, a pair of guys that they combine for 16 rebounds per game. The backcourt is just way more athletic than Princeton. And, and if you're looking from a betting perspective, I do think that Arizona might be worth a look here because with Arizona, I did place them as a favorite more in the neighborhood, about 14 and a half to 15 and a half points. I do think that Arizona should be able to win this game and win this game rather handily as well as right now we're seeing in the betting market them being a favorite of in the neighborhood of about 14 or so points. That's a number that I'd be willing to lay. So there is that. Obviously, round of 32 games, they don't have any betting lines on them because we don't know who's going to be in the round of 32. But Alabama versus Maryland. Going to advance Alabama. Maryland, they don't shoot it well from three. I like Jameer Young. He's able to give you right around 15 points. He's able to haul on their boards. He's able to give you a few assists. But you've got Javon Quinterly, Jaden Bradley. They combine for seven assists per game. Nora Cl- Noah Clowney along with Brandon Miller should be able to dominate down low. It's a Maryland team that they just can't match up with the athleticism of Alabama. Typically, it's easier to slow a team down than it is to speed one up. Alabama is one of those rare exceptions with their incredible depth. So I've got Alabama being able to advance there. And I've got Alabama playing against Furman. We're taking the 13th seed to the Sweet 16. I think that San Diego State is not going to know what hit them from three-point range. I do think that's, that Furman is going to be able to match up down low with the likes of Nathan Menza and company with Jalen Slauson hauling in their boards. Someone like Garrett Hine has good shiftiness. He's able to bury some threes. So I'm going to take Furman versus Alabama in the Sweet 16. And then I've got Baylor versus Arizona. Also in that other Sweet 16 matchup as for Creighton, I just think that they're going to have a little bit of a tough time with every day. John, John Thichama Chachwa, who's someone that stands right around six foot eight ish He's able to bury some threes. Baylor, I think that they've got too much guard play for Creighton to really be able to match up with it. And then for Arizona, they're just going to maul Missouri on the glass. Missouri doesn't have a single guy that gives you north of really five rebounds per game other than Kobe Brown. And I like Kobe Brown. He shoots north of 40% from three, 16.6 rebounds. Giants of the Earth, Azula Sabello, and Umar Ball is going to eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, though. So I've got Arizona versus Baylor and Alabama versus Furman in my Sweet 16. Run ends here for Furman. Alabama, too fast, too good on defense, too good on offense. I mean, they just, 
They outdo Furman and darn near everything. So we're going to advance Alabama to the Elite Eight. And I do think that they go up against Arizona. Arizona, much like they would do against Missouri, against Baylor. They just maul Baylor on the glass. Now, you do have Flo Thombo does a relatively respectable job of being able to hit the glass. But, but where I do actually have a little bit of chalk in this region. We've got the one-seed Alabama, and we've got the two-seed Arizona. I am going to be willing to ride with Arizona because I do think that that duel of Ballo and Tubelas is one of the most underrated in all of college basketball. You've also got the chip on the shoulder of one Kirk Creasa. You remember last year, the NCAA tournament, he was terrible. Should have been protected from himself. He should not have been playing in that game against CCU. He should not have been playing in the Sweet 16. I think that he's got something to prove. And for Alabama, this team is very three happy. They take a whole bunch of threes. And they were the number one team in all of college basketball. An opponent's three-point shooting percentage away from home. Here's the problem with that. They were in an SEC where there's no shooting whatsoever. So when they go up against a team that has Courtney Ramey, Pele Larson, Kirk Creasa, Cedric Henderson, you're able to go down the list. That's going to take it to them. And plus, having to face off against a guy like an Azula Sabellis, who's able to step out, pop some threes, has good versatility. I think that that's really going to take it out of this team. Alabama typically provides other teams in the SEC something that they don't find. Arizona is able to play that style. I think that this is a terrible matchup for Alabama. So I'm going to be willing to advance Arizona to the final four. So my sweet 16 in that region, Alabama versus Furman, Baylor versus Arizona, and then Arizona getting past Alabama to be able to go to the final four. So that wraps things up for the South region. And coming up next on the Greg Peterson Experience, we head to the East region where we are going to be seeing some carnage with the one seed being Purdue and the one seed not being long for this one. This is my personal bracket here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network, East region on the flip side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. 
He scored. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for hockey and NBA action. Bet Rivers has you covered with every line out and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and so much more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Keeping this hour very simple. We went through the south region of my bracket. I have got Arizona over Alabama in that one. Just giving you guys my full bracket, every single pick. If you miss any of this, VEASAN.com slash podcast. If you're a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you get this in paper form as well. So cannot emphasize that enough. And as myself and others here at the network, have picks for you all throughout the NCAA tournament, vcin.com slash picks for all that. Let's keep it moving, though, as we've got the East region. So get those pen and papers back out and ready. And this is not the time to get rogue. Picking the winner of Texas Southern versus Fairleigh Dickinson over Purdue is not something I advise. I mean, Fairleigh Dickinson, I mean, it would be unfair to expect them to win this game. Texas Southern lost 20 games, and they're out in the slack. Not great to say the least, and they have to go up against Giant of the Year, Zach Eady. That is one where you pass on trying to be different. Now let's go to Memphis versus Florian Lank. We talked about this game a little bit with our good friend Tim Murray, and I do like Memphis in this spot. I said Memphis as a modest, more around two and a half point favorite, and I am seeing that number move quite a bit. It opened up more around about a one and a half or so, and it has been pinballing a little bit as right now I'm seeing a lot of two and a half in the market, so. And if you've got a two and a half available to you, I would say hold tight. Try to see if this gets back down to two or this gets north of three. That's a little bit of a buy point on Florida Atlantic. But I do have Memphis being able to survive in advance. Kendrick Davis, he is a veteran guard. And in March, veteran guards win. I'm going to find that out in a few minutes. So that's a little bit of a teaser. But for Florian Lang, 
top 30 team in terms of points scored and points a lot on a per possession basis. A little bit more of a hole is greater than some of its parts team. Someone like a seven foot Vladislav Golden is someone I do like, but DeAndre Williams, 17 and a half points, seven and a half boards, shoots it well from three. He's terrific. Alex Lomax, he missed quite a bit, few games this year, and that really warped Memphis's defensive numbers as he gives them two and a half seals per game. Him being back, massive for Memphis. So we're going to be rolling with the Tigers in that one. Duke versus Oral Roberts, and this is one where you can get very cute and take Duke very far in the tournament, or you can have them go out right here. Oral Roberts has a seven foot five guy by the name of Connor Vanover who shoots threes. He's seven foot five and he shoots threes. That's absolutely ridiculous. But you've also got Kyle Filipowski who's seven foot tall. He shoots threes as well. I feel like this is just a bad matchup for Oral Roberts. I like the way that Duke is rounding into form now. I'm seeing Duke in the market as about a six point favorite. That's one where I think it's too lofty. I feel like this number should be closer to three. So it's one where I'm going to advance Duke on my bracket, but I'm going to take the six or so with Oral Roberts. Um, again, you can take some of these underdogs and not advance them in your bracket. But I do think that with Duke, they are getting a little bit more out of Jeremy Roach as well. Looked relatively solid in the ACC tournament. Oral Roberts, they've got a whole bunch of guys that shoot it from three. And they are about 75th in the country. It turns points a lot on a per possession basis. A lot of that is because they play out in the Summit League, and the Summit League just, outside of Oral Roberts, wasn't really good this year. Let's call it what it is. I know that the CBS crew was just blushing about taking Louisiana over Tennessee, and I recognize that Tennessee hasn't been so great, but I want to see those CBS guys go behind me and put their money where their mouse is because I'm not taking Louisiana. Louisiana has a guy, Jordan Brown, who's a former McDonald's All-American, but Louisiana is a bottom 20 free throw shooting team. They allow a lot of offensive rebounds. They don't do a good job of being able to guard the arc. They're outside the top 150 in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. And Tennessee, number one in the country in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis away from home. Even without Zakai Ziegler in the fold, they still have five different guys to give you at least four rebounds per game. Olivia Kamwa, he's six foot nine. He's able to pop threes. You've got Jordan Phillips who's able to do a good job of being able to give you some boards. Santiago Vescovi is still a very capable ball handler. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Tennessee is diminished without Zakai Ziegler. They're not as bad as Louisiana. So there is that as if you're taking a look from more of a betting perspective, I did set Tennessee as an 11 point favorite right now in the market. This is another one that I've been seeing move quite a bit at 10, 10 and a half. I'd be willing to lay that number with Tennessee. So that's another one where I think it's very fascinating. 6-11 Kentucky versus Providence. I said Kentucky is a five-point favorite. You're seeing right now in the market them be a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to be willing to lay it. Kentucky seems to have found their footing with regards to their backcourt. Kaysan Wallace has been able to do a nice job for them. And then Antonio Reeves. He's a flamethrower from three-point range at 40% now. Jared Bynum, ever since he was injured and came back, he's been shooting north of 40% from three for Providence. But this Providence defense has just been flushed completely down the toilet. They're outside the top 125 in terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis. And... They really benefit from being at the Dunkin' Donut Center. I recognize that it's now called like Amika Fieldhouse or something like that. Sorry, Amika. It's the Dunkin' Donut Center. We all know it. But I do think that for Kentucky, being able to find a little bit more just chemistry in general the last few weeks has been big for them. I recognize that they lost to Vanderbilt twice. I'm convinced that that's just a bad matchup. And Oscar Sheboy, giant of the earth, that's able to give you 13 rebounds per game. Despite Providence being a top 20 rebound rate team, I think that Kentucky gets the job done. Montana State, I think, could be feisty. We're seeing this number get down to 8.5, and 
in effortless my buy point on Kansas State. I'm going to be advancing them in my bracket. Kansas State does allow about 19 points more per 100 possessions away from home, but you've got Marquise Noel, 70 points, five and a half assists, or seven and a half assists, shoots it well from three, and then Keontae Johnson is by far going to be the best player in this game. Jabrio Bell is a good forward with regards to his defense. He just doesn't match up with a guy like Keontae Johnson and then some like Desi Sills. It's going to be able to do a good job in the backcourt. 7-10 matchup. You've got USC versus Michigan State. I like USC in this spot. I set them as a two and a half point favorite. And I was seeing them before as a little bit of an underdog, so I'd be willing to take them outright on the money line for USC. Just comes down to their defense inside the painted area. They are a team that is in the top 15 nationally in opponents' two-point shooting percentage. You've been able to get Drew Peterson, great name, going 14 points, six boards, five assists, Barry threes, Boogie Ellis, 18 points per game, good three-point shooter. Michigan State as a whole, they shoot 40% for three, but outside of the top 100 in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, Joey Hauser just not going to be able to match up with guys like Joshua Morgan, fits at Iwuchuku down low, so we've got USC, and they're going to be taking on Marquette, though. I will say from a betting perspective, Goyce Marquette is an 8.5 point favorite. So I'm going to take double figures with Vermont with that regard. Vermont is one of the most efficient offenses in all of college basketball. So is Marquette. Marquette lacking a little bit of something with their defense. And that'll come into play in a few minutes. And Marquette only has one guy that gives you north of five rebounds per game. But Tyler Kolek is one of the most gifted backcourt players in all of college basketball. Marquette as a whole, despite playing up tempo, just 10 and after an overs per game. So I've got Marquette versus USC in that one. And now we go to games without betting lines yet because, well, we're into the round of 32. Purdue versus Memphis. Memphis pulls it off. I've got Kendrick Davis just being able to take it to Purdue's freshman guards. I do think that experience does matter in this circumstance. Kendrick Davis going to be the X factor. I think DeAndre Williams could be sort of like what Trace Jackson Davis was, who really gave Zach Eady the biggest fits that we've seen all season long. I'm going to advance Memphis to play against Duke. I do think that this is where the Zakai Ziegler injury comes into play for Tennessee. Duke is doing a very solid job with their defense. You've got someone in Derek Lively who's been very lively down low, being able to give you multiple blocks per game. Kyle Filipowski, a double-double machine. So we've got Memphis versus Duke. And then on the bottom, it's Kentucky versus USC. I think USC pulls it off against Marquette. I just alluded to the fact that Marquette does not have much rebounding. Also, Ogadero, only guy that gives you north of five rebounds per game. USC's depth down low. Gets it done, and now they face off against Oscar Shibway, who's able to take it to Kansas State, a Kansas State team that can be a little bit shaky on the glass. It's a Kansas State team that, away from home, they're outside the top 125 in terms of turnovers, forced on a per-possession basis. At home, they're more around the top 50. Kentucky, they have just enough in the backcourt to be able to get it done, and they've got enough to be able to get it done against USC. Oscar Shibway, I think, matches up well with Joshua Morgan. Antonio Reeves. Going to be the best three-point shooter out there on the floor. I've got them getting past USC. And then in Memphis versus Duke, once again, Kendrick Davis, I think that he outplays Jeremy Roach. I do think that Memphis with DeAndre Williams going up against Kyle Filipowski, the experience of Williams is going to be able to win out. Alex Lomax does a good job of being able to generate seals. So we've got Memphis versus Duke, a classic 6-8 matchup in the Elite Eight. And we've got the 16 Kentucky making the Final Four, something that... I thought was crazy just a few weeks ago, but Kentucky is playing some of their best basketball right now. Oscar Sheeway going to take to task a Memphis team that has just one player in Williams, giving you north of five and a half rebounds per game. 
I recognize that Kentucky might not have the guard play that you have with Kendrick Davis, but this is also a Kentucky team that they still get a little bit sloppy with the ball. They turn the ball over a little bit north of 13 times per game, and I do think that Kentucky playing their best basketball is just the right time. So right now in my final four, we've got Arizona and we've got Kentucky. Coming up on the flip side, we are going to be going to the Midwest region. This is a region which houses Houston. Will they be able to get through all the landmines and be able to get to the final four? Will they have Marcus Sasser available? There's lots of questions and we've got answers next as we run through my bracket here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network, Midwest region, coming up on the flip side. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything that you need to bet the madness for just $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against a spread, our team is here to get you ready for every single game and every single round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers unlimited access to our daily best bets tools like our exclusive betting splits plus our big dance bracket and betting guides these in-depth guides feature breakdowns of all 68 teams cinderella selections bracket predictions and picks on every single tournament game from these experts like brent musburger and some guy named greg hoops peterson sign up today and you get the betting guides plus full access through the end of the tournament to vsin for just 19 dollars and you go to vsin.com subscribe for that as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. And if you do sign up and become a Visa Pro subscriber, the bracket I'm running through right now, you get it in paper form, you get it in a little bit more convenience there. And everyone here at the network doing an absolutely amazing job of taking a look at the entire field. So it is well worth it. And let's continue on with taking a look at the NCAA tournament bracket in the south. I've got Arizona coming out in the east. We've got Kentucky. Now we head on over to the Midwest where Houston is the top team and they're facing off against Northern Kentucky. And at 19 to 20, I'm willing to take the points with Northern Kentucky. It's going to be a low possession game. Both of these teams in the bottom 40 in terms of total possessions per game. I'm not going to waste any more time though. I've got Houston surviving and advancing. I've got them facing off against Auburn. Iowa's three-point shooting to use a moving perspective because I know that Many of you watch the Oscars just before watching and listening to this show. Iowa's three-point shooting at home, Godfather Part 1 and Part 2. Iowa's three-point shooting away from home, Godfather Part 3. Bottom 10 team in the country in terms of three-point shooting percentage went away from home. At home, they shoot nearly 40% from three. Can't trust this team away from home. Genie Broom is cleaning up down low for Auburn. He's able to give you multiple blocks, eight rebounds per game. Give me Auburn, Iowa, just a shell of themselves away from home. Miami versus Drake, the 5-12 matchup. Give me Drake. Miami, about 200th of the country. It turns points a lot on a per possession basis. Now, they give up right around two points fewer per 100 possessions when they leave home, but Tucker DeVries might be the best player out there on the floor. 18 points, six boards, buries threes. Roman Penn has been there, done that with just everything that he's done in college basketball. He's been in college for like five years now. It does a good job building out the ball. Garrett Sturts is six foot three. Does a good job getting his nose dirty, pulling in some rebounds. And North Chad O'Meara in the ACC tournament did get a little bit banged up. This is a Miami team that when they made the Elite Eight last season, they were generating many more turnovers. Isaiah Wong, 
along with Jordan Miller combined for 31 points per game, but Nigel Pack has been banged up as well. Miami doesn't have great depth. Give me Drake in this ordeal, and I think that they're going to be facing off against Indiana. Just a tough matchup for Kent State. Kent State, a top 25 team in terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis, a top 25 team in turnovers forced on a per-possession basis. They don't have a single guy that gives you north of six rebounds per game, Trace Jackson Davis. He is a stat sheet suffer down low. He's able to give you 20 points, 10 boards, three-plus blocks. He's able to dole out the ball, and he does it all. Now, Xavier Johnson, he has been banged up for a long time, so they've been having to roll Jalen hood Shafino in the backcourt, a little bit of a younger guy. He's probably going to have his turnover woes, but for Kent State, I think that they lose this game on the glass. So this is a betting line that I made more in the neighborhood of five. So if you're seeing a four, four and a half with Indiana, I'm also willing to lay that. Iowa State is going to be taking on the winner of Mississippi State versus Pittsburgh. A little bit earlier in the show, you got my breakdown saying that I like Mississippi State. Either team that makes it out of this one, I'm willing to advance them in my bracket, though. Mississippi State has been able to do a great job of pounding the glass, and Iowa State doesn't have a single guy that gives you north of five rebounds per game. I recognize that Oshun Oshuni is a little bit of better of a low post presence than his stats would indicate, but this Iowa State team is giving up right around 20 points more per runner in possessions when they leave home rather than when they are at home. It seemed very much relies upon that Hilton magic. Meanwhile, both of these teams, they do a better job of traveling. Mississippi State can't shoot threes to save their lives, but you know what? They're going to be able to win from within. Pittsburgh, they're able to go bombs away from three-point range. They do a good job of taking care of the ball. So either way, I'm advancing the winner of the playing game. And with that as well, since 2011, when the field expanded to 68, we've had just one year where a team from the playing game has not won a game in the NCAA tournament. So you probably want to take at least one of those on the bracket. This, I think, is by far the best opportunity. Here's where we get nutty. 3-14 matchup. Xavier versus... Kennesaw State. I gave you guys the betting breakdown a little bit earlier in the show. Go Owls. I did set them as an underdog in terms of the actual betting line. This is where we're going to roll our dice. I'm going to be taking Kennesaw State to advance here. With Kennesaw State, very well put together team. Won just one game three years ago. They built themselves up. They do a good job of being able to hit the glass by committee. You got a Xavier team outside the top 150 in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. Xavier seems to be going cold with their offense. They've got no depth whatsoever. You've got a well-put-together Kennesaw State team that they've got multiple ways of being able to attack you on offense, going up against a poor defense. Give me Kennesaw State, the 14 seed, to advance into what will be a very nice 11 versus 14 matchup. And now we've got Texas A&M versus Penn State. Good advance, Texas A&M. Penn State outside the top 200 in terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis. Herculean run in the Big Ten tournament. Big Ten is full of frauds. I'm going to call it what it is. You've got Jalen Pickett, who deserves All-American consideration. 17 points, 7.5 boards, right around 7 assists per game. And for Penn State, they shoot it really well from 3-point range. Texas A&M, a relatively solid 3-point shooting defense. They do a nice job of being able to hit the glass by committee as they're a bunch that they, in terms of rebound rate, are one of the better teams in the country. Four different guys that do give you at least 4.5 rebounds per game. Penn State they are not doing a great job of being able to guard the three-point arc as well as they're right around 130th in the country in terms of opponents' three-point shooting percentage. So that's a little bit of an issue. And I do think that Texas A&M going to be able to do a good job of being able to win from within. I like Texas A&M to be able to advance in this one. And if you're looking at a little bit more of a betting perspective, I made Texas A&M a four-and-a-half point favorite. So if you're seeing them three to three-and-a-half, willing to lay it. And then Texas versus Colgate. Colgate is a relatively feisty team. 
But with that said, they're outside the top 125 in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. Serge Jabari Rice, Marcus Carr combining for 30 points. And Serge Jabari Rice, 12-plus points in 10 out of their last 12 games. And with this Texas team as well, it feels like they're playing their best form of ball right now when Chris Beard really got just kicked out the team pretty much after everything that was alleged. They threw them out of sorts. Their defense is back to being what it was when the top units in all of college basketball give me texas in this spot and with texas made them a pretty good size favorite as well i was willing to make them more around about a 15 or so point favorite here against colgate as well actually closer to 14 and a half but still seeing that line right around 14 i'm gonna be willing to lay it now we go to the round of 32 houston versus auburn auburn they just don't have enough three-point shooting in this ordeal houston won the best three-point shooting defenses in all of college basketball jarris walker along juan roberts are going to be able to do a good job down low. Even if Marcus Sasser isn't fully back for this game, I still like Houston with Traymond Mark being able to came threes. Jamal Shedd, he's one of the best in terms of not turning the ball over. We all focus on the Houston defense. Also a top 15 team in terms of points scored on a per-possession basis. I like Houston to survive in advance. Drake versus Indiana. I like Drake in this spot. Indiana giving up right around 10 points more per 100 possessions when they leave home. I do think that Darnell Brody, with his 7 rebounds per game, going to be a matchup down low. And then if you're taking Jalen hood Shafino against Roman Penn, give me Roman Penn every single time. We're going with Drake, a top five, 25 team in the country. Turns points a lot on a per-possession basis to survive in advance. 11 versus 14, Kennesaw State versus winner Mississippi State versus Pittsburgh. Either team, I like the playing winner in this spot for Kennesaw State. I think that this is where, unfortunately, the wheels do fall off for them just a little bit with Mississippi State. They pound them on the glass. For Pittsburgh, it's pretty much an advanced form of Kennesaw State. So we're taking the winner of the play-in, the 11th seed to the Sweet 16 to take on Texas. I do think that Texas, even though they do lack a little bit on the glass, they should be able to take it to Texas A&M with their better backcourt play. They do a good job of generating turnovers. They do a better job of taking care of the ball than Texas A&M. So we've got Texas versus the 11th seed play-in winner and Houston versus Drake in the Sweet 16. Houston gets by Drake. Drake just does not have enough rebounding. They do not have enough in the backcourt. Jamal Shedd going to be the best point guard in this game, and then they're going to be going up against Texas. Mississippi State, dead last in the country, a three-point shooting percentage. Pittsburgh outside the top 100 in terms of their defense. Texas playing too good a basketball to have a letdown in the spot. And then in the Elite Eight, Houston versus Texas. I am going to be advancing Houston to be able to get to the Final Four. Texas in very good form, but at the same time, You've got one guy that gives you north of five rebounds per game. That's Timmy Allen. Timmy Allen is currently dealing with an injury. Houston mauls on the glass. They do an amazing job of being able to generate turnovers. I like their backcourt a little bit better. I think this Houston team still won the tops in all of college basketball. So taking Houston to go to the final four. So we've got Arizona versus Kentucky in one part of the final four. Houston in the other in the final segment. We're going to hit the West End. Be a little bit of a VEASAN pro tip right now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You're able to sort these by show and by sport. Do fill out your bracket a little bit differently than how you bet. Because with your bets, you're putting actual money from your bankroll online. When it comes to filling out a bracket, it's all about strategy to be able to win that bracket challenge. So you're able to take a few more risks with these lower-seeded teams. And coming up next, I give you guys my national title winner and my West Regional picks for my bracket right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Bear Rivers Online Sportsbook is a place to be as you can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing in our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet in. Get a square on the house, and if the numbers on the square match up with the final score of the game, you win restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligibility bonus, and credit use. Full terms are available at BetRiversquares.com. It's the final segment of the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. Giving you guys my bracket as we've got three final four teams unveiled. Arizona, Kentucky, Houston, now we hit the West, and we hit my title winner. A little bit of a friendly reminder if you're listening live, coming up next, you get a replay of the Greg Peterson experience. So if you miss anything from the bracket that I am doing right now, you're able to catch it again, 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern. Follow the money with Mitch Moss, Paul Howard. Four hours, or three hours of women's flat-track roller derby. No, I'm kidding, of course. They're going to be talking about the bracket. They always do a bang-up job on follow the money, best in the business, so... They are going to have you guys all covered there, and I'm sure that they're going to be unveiling a lot of their bracket, a lot of their picks as well, but we've got no time to lose. Let's dive into the last. Kansas versus Howard is the 1 versus 16 matchup, and we've got Kansas being able to advance in this one, and for Kansas, if you're looking from a betting perspective, I'd be willing to lay up to 22 points with them as well. I was seeing this number a little bit earlier, right around 21, 21 and a half, so... I do like Kansas in this spot. Howard, 16 turnovers per game. It's just not a fair fight. 
Arkansas versus Illinois. I've got Arkansas in this spot being able to advance. I did set them as a three and a half point favorite with Arkansas. Nick Smith coming back in the fold as the missing ingredient. They needed some three point shooting. They're able to get it out of him. Illinois giving up north of 12 points more per one of our possessions when they leave home. They've been dealing with an injury to Jaden Epps. So that is a big giant issue. Illinois, not necessarily the world's greatest team on the glass to be able to unearth the kryptonite of Arkansas in that they aren't necessarily truly terrific on glass either. 5-12 matchup. Man, I wish VCU got another matchup because against any other five seed, I would advance them. St. Mary's, just too good, too disciplined. Ada Mahaney against Ace Baldwin. I will take Ada Mahaney in that spot. VCU, top 10 team in the country in terms of point slot on a per possession basis. St. Mary's, top 15 team in the country in terms of point slot on a per possession basis. But St. Mary's, I think, is going to be able to do a better job on the boards than VCU in this spot. So do give me St. Mary's here. And with St. Mary's, when it comes to a little bit more of a betting perspective with them. I did set them as more of a mid-sized favorite in this game as well. I set them as a four-point favorite, so we're seeing lots of movement in terms of this game as well as right now. As I look, they're about a three-and-a-half-point favorite, which would be the max that I'd be willing to lay with them. When it comes to the uh, four versus 13 matchup, I like UConn in this spot, and I like UConn to roll. I set them as a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm willing to take them with regards to the betting line, I'm willing to take them in terms of my bracket. Iona, top 25 team in terms of points a lot on a per possession basis in the country. They benefited from playing in a Metro Atlantic that was not very good. UConn in recent weeks looks like they're getting back to that team that we all thought that they were at the beginning and part of the season, which is one of the most dominant in all of college basketball. Five different guys that give you at least five rebounds per game. They maul on the glass and they roll. TCU versus a play-in of Arizona State versus Nevada. Did my breakdown as to why I like Arizona State laying one and a half, but either team that gets through, I like TCU. Eddie Lampkin has been away from the program, but Mike Miles is really a takeover scorer. TCU shooting a little bit better from three, still a little bit rough, but one of the best defensive teams at all of college basketball, they get after you. They play up tempo, so I do like TCU being able to survive in advance. I think that they face off against Gonzaga. I'm going to lay a 15 or so with Gonzaga as well in this spot against Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon felt like they had a really charmed run in the WAC tournament where they were just hitting threes that they typically don't. Drew Timmy is going to be able to take Gabe McLaughlin to task. 20.7 rebounds. Doesn't play a lick of defense, but I mean, Grand Canyon, they went straight down the tubes with their defense as well. Typically a very good defensive team. They're now outside the top 130 with that regard. Gimme Gonzaga, number one team in the country in terms of a point scored on a per possession basis. I ran through the betting perspective of Boise State versus Northwestern in the last hour. I like Boise State in this spot. I think that in a battle of defense-oriented teams, Boise State is able to win out in this spot. And then with UCLA versus UNC Asheville, I'm going to be willing to advance UCLA to face off against Boise State. Though At 18 points, I'm going to be willing to take the points. Adam Bona is currently dealing with an injury. Jalen Clark, he's out for the rest of the NCAA tournament. And with... UNC Asheville, they've got a six foot ten gentleman and Drew Pember. He's been able to average right around 20 points, eight boards, two and a half blocks, shoots threes as a six foot ten combo player. Asheville as a whole, top ten team in the country in terms of three point shooting percentage. Have a tough time with turnovers. UCLA's been solid with that, but with UCLA dealing with injuries, that might make it a little bit tougher in the next round. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. But now let's get to the round of 32. Kansas versus Arkansas. I've got Kansas being able to get by with Arkansas. They just don't have enough rebounding. The Mitchell brothers are able to give you some rebounding, but you don't have a single guy giving you north of six boards per contest. Kansas also has Dewan Harris, who's got an assist-to-turnover ratio of 3.5. It's a Kansas team that's a little bit revamped from last season when they won the title, but with Arkansas, 
Just too many me moving parts. They have a game the chemistry. I would like them to going into the NCAA tournament. Give me Kansas in this spot to face off against UConn. UConn, I think, is going to be able to just have too much rebounding for St. Mary's. You've got a lot of good three-point shooting on this UConn team as well. Joey Calcaterra is able to shoot it well from three. Comes in from San Diego, so he's familiar with St. Mary's. I think that's going to be tough. UConn, though, I think that they're willing to play a little bit of slower brand of basketball. Take care of the ball. Adama Sanogo going to make things a go-go. We got UConn going to the Sweet 16. And I do think that TCU is going to be able to get by Gonzaga. Gonzaga has been playing a little bit better with their defense recently, but I feel like St. Mary's has honestly diminished a little bit as well with Gonzaga. 174th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. Drew Timmy is one of the worst pick-and-roll defenders I've ever seen in my life, and for TCU, they should be able to do a good job on the glass, get those second and third chances. TCU won the best three-point shooting defenses in all of college basketball, so Malachi Smith, Julian Strother, guys that have been able to shoot it north of 40% from three-point range, not going to get those open looks against TCU. TCU, good length on the perimeter. I like them to advance to the Sweet 16 against Boise State. You've got a UCLA team that's all sorts of banged up. The Adam Bona injury, coupled with the Jalen Clark injury, I think it's doomsday. Boise State, not deep, but they've got a really good starting five. Tyson Dagenhart is six foot eight. He's got good versatility. Chuzu Ogbo has been able to shoot it well from three-point range, along with Max Rice. And for Boise State, they do a nice job of not hurting themselves. UCLA's turnover numbers go down without Clark. They don't do a great job on the glass without Bona. You still have Jaime Acas, Tiger Campbell. They're efficient on offense. But Boise State, they don't rely upon turnovers to be able to be a top 35 defense at all of college basketball. They just guard you man-to-man. -man. So I like Boise State in this spot. And I'm going to take Boise State to go to the Elite Eight over TCU. Boise State, I think, is a rough matchup for TCU. You've got Marcus Shaver, who does it all. He's able to give the team 15 points, six boards, four assists for TCU. Mike Miles matches up okay with them, but with having Eddie Lampkin out of the fold, that'll free up things for Tyson Dagenhart. You've got the good three-point shooting of this Boise State team. I'm going to take them to the Elite Eight, facing off against UConn. UConn, I think, is going to be able to maul on the glass against Kansas. Kansas has been... Not getting a ton of scoring out of Dewan Harris. Joseph Yusufu, he's been seeing more minutes with the Kevin McCullough injury. And I do think that Kevin McCullough is going to play in the NCAA tournament. I don't think that he's going to be close to 100%. And he's one of their primary defenders. And a big reason why Kansas is able to get a lot of those turnovers. So we've got the 4 versus 10 in the Elite 8. And I'm going to advance, I'm going to advance UConn to the Final Four. We've got them over Boise State. Boise State just doesn't have the depth to match up with a UConn team that has so many guys like a Donovan Klingon that's able to give you two blocks per game. I mentioned Adamus Sonogo, Andre 3000 Jackson, his versatility, six points, six boards, four assists. He does it all. So that's, that's a final four of Arizona versus Kentucky, Houston versus UConn. I've got Houston over UConn. Houston, I think, is going to have the coaching advantage with Calvin Sampson. I can't trust him, Mr. Hurley, in this spot. Houston does always a great job on the boards. They're one of the best three-point shooting defenses in the country. Marcus Sasser will be back for the NCAA tournament, and they face off against Arizona. Arizona with Umar Ball along the Zulu Sabellas. They're going to be able to bottle up Oscar Shibway. Here's the thing. There's only one of Oscar Shibway. There's two of those guys. I do think that the Arizona backcourt is better as well with Kirk Kreisa, Pelle Larson, all those guys being able to execute. So we've got Arizona versus Houston in the national title game. From Houston, Texas, and Houston goes down at home. We've got Arizona, the two-seed, winning the national title game. Umar Balo Azulus Tabellas is one of the best low 
post duos that we've found in college basketball for quite a while. It's a fire and ice combination. Tabellus is able to shoot threes. Paulo does a good job down low. Kirk Carissa makes amends for everything that happened in the NCAA tournament last year. Jamal Shedd is a rock-solid player when it comes to not turning the ball over. But Arizona, they play at just a different speed. Their defense has been getting significantly better as the season goes along. So it is Arizona. I've got winning the national title game, that Final Four again. Arizona, Kentucky, Houston, UConn. Arizona knocking off Houston in the national title game in Houston. So that is the bracket. And all week long here on the Greg Peterson Experience, we're getting you set for the madness. All of us here at VEASAN are doing so. VEASAN.com slash picks. We've got you guys all covered there. And at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern, you're getting a nice dose of follow the money with Mitch Moss and Paul Howard right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.